Tell me, do you think that it's wrong? Tell me, do you think that it's wrong? Rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll, oh yeah. Welcome back to Rock and Roll with Cody and Kyle. He's Cody. Hey, and he's Kyle. How's it going? It's going great. And I gotta say, I'm feeling a, a touch of class <laughs> over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Um, as you can hear, listeners, that's me just twiddling my thumbs across the, what's it called? The ivory. <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> Tickling the ivories. That's what it is. <laughs> Yep, you heard it. You heard it here first. Hey, that's just some of my playing. Hey, that's me uh, slamming those skins in the background. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm tickling <laughs> Kyle slamming. <laughs> I'm a, a little jazz drumming. <laughs> I'm a little more roll. He's a little more rock. Wow. For you plebeians who don't know what song this is, <laughs> this is the uh, Howley City nighttime music extended version of yeah. Pokemon Sun and Moon. I cannot believe you people don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Pokemon. We're yep. here with a special guest. I would say the biggest Pokemon boy Hey, I know. a Poke Master. The biggest Pokey Master. You flatter me. <laughs> it's uh, Ben. How's it going, Ben? I am good. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Do you hear that? That's Big Ben. <laughs> That's the sound of me trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> hey, so we're here to talk about Pokemon. Yeah, we got... One big topic for this big episode. Uh, we we touched on it before, but I think it's good that we have our own episode because it, it, it deserves it. It's a big part of our lives, I think. Yeah. I could talk about Pokemon for hours, and it's the job of these two to help me not go on for hours. <laughs> we will be cutting Ben off. <laughs> we will say, shut up, Ben! <laughs> Time to move on! <laughs> um, yeah, when we were talking about video games... Just general video games with Rosemary. Um, We talked about Pokemon almost the entire time, (laughs) which is kind of shocking. I didn't really realize until that moment how much, like, to me, video games is just Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, let's get this guy started, right? Let's get this party pumping. (laughs) I think, even though it's a little bit of a revisit... um, if you wouldn't mind talking a little bit about how you got into the franchise, mm-hmm. a little bit about what it's meant to you then, a little bit about what you do with it now, mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Since uh, since it's your podcast, we can talk about that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, we yeah we we mentioned before that uh, we started with first gen red and blue mm-hmm. as little boys uh cody got red kyle got blue yeah uh it was great that's a great game i loved it whenever honestly most of the time when i go back and play a pokemon i'll go back and play a uh, blue version or or yellow or, or one of those first yeah gen. last time i played pokemon red was um 
because for a long time my cartridge like the it wouldn't save so i went in and changed the battery so i was able to save it again so i think that was around like 2010 or so i played it on my game boy color (laughs) (laughs) and i would uh, play it in the parking lot at fresno state while waiting for classes (laughs) in your ford aerostar yeah in the ford aerostar um i inherited uh, family van. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a great experience. Um, I actually had to stop playing because I was like, okay, like the semester is getting going. Like I'm not able to focus on school because <laughs> I just want to play this damn game and uh, level up my blast toys. The thing about Red though, like first gen is pretty a pretty quick game. Like it's not super long, but I guess it's not that much longer, shorter than the rest yeah, of the games. I think going into it now, like... I, I like, like, the completionist aspect of it. Mm. So going into it, I'm like, I already know right now, like, I'm going to cat. I'm going to catch them all. Mm. <laughs> and so um, it can take a very long time. Yeah, it can. You can really sink some time yeah. into those games. Ben, what about you? What was your first? I am like you. I also started with Generation 1, good old red and blue. Mm-hmm. Um I don't remember who got what. I think I got red and my brother got blue. Mm. <clears throat> um, when he was first first starting, he didn't know how to read. <laughs> so he was going through the games not knowing how to read. Hey, I, I can re- tell you now, Zach still doesn't know how to read. <laughs> He's gotten a little better. <laughs> he, he would have been, what, like three or four? Right? He was five, I think, oh, okay. and I was oh, okay. ten. And he got a good five-year start on me uh-huh. in terms of video games. Right. I won't forget that, Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember, I remember telling him, you have to read the signs. They might have important information. And he said, whatever, I don't need the signs. And he would just play the game. Of course, he's better now than I am, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started with Red and Blue. I was hooked immediately, as many young kids were. Um, bought gold and silver when they came out. I think mm-hmm. you got gold and I got silver. I don't really remember. And then I took kind of a break from Pokemon. I didn't play any of the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. third generation games because mm-hmm. I guess in middle school I thought, oh, I'm too cool for Pokemon. Or, <laughs> so what were you playing instead? I, Fire Emblem? I really don't remember. I hadn't <laughs> Advance played. Wars? Maybe Advance Wars. <laughs> um, I remember playing Pikmin mm. in middle school. Like, I need something a little more tactical than Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Pikmin's pretty tactical, I guess. At, at times. <laughs> um, and then I bought... My brother bought Pearl, Diamond, and I bought Pearl, mm. the fourth-gen first games on the DS. Right. And we were immediately back into it again. Yeah. I thought, how, how did I live without this? This, <laughs> is, this is amazing. And my <laughs> mind was blown by the 2.5D, I guess. Right, yeah. Graphics and all the new Pokemon, all the stuff I'd missed from third-gen. <clears throat> yeah. I kept thinking, is... Which one is Cacnea? Which one is Cacturn? And I would think, <laughs> oh, this is from 4th Gen. But no, it's from 3rd Gen, and I just hadn't played any of the games, mm-hmm, so I yeah. didn't know. I remember, like, it's it's a similar situation, because I remember in middle school um, not getting into it, the 3rd generation. And I also remember, like, a specific experience. It was, like, homeroom in 7th grade. And um, this kid got roasted in front of everyone because he brought his Game Boy Advance and he like just bought the new game. And they were like, 
you're still playing those games. <laughs> like everyone was like making fun of him. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I cannot get this game. <laughs> I bought, um, I, I loved the third gen, uh, Pokemon Sapphire, I think was the first video game that I bought for myself. Mm. Uh, I played the fuck out of that game. <laughs> was, I do remember you bought it full price at like GameStop. Yeah. And I was like, Kyle, it's cheaper, like a Target. <laughs> Why are you buying yeah. it here? Hey, uh, he needed it though. I didn't know better, but it's a great game. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that experience. Blue. That we went, with awesome. our, we went with our dad. It was like a sparkly blue. Um, but yeah, that's a great game. I, yeah, we, I ended up playing it after you. Yeah, but it's hey, great. It, was, it was really good. Um, but we we also played gold and silver. I had silver. Cody had gold. I remember we got it for Christmas one year. We both got them um, or something. For, in my memory. It came out, oh. like, in October. You got Pokemon Silver for your birthday. That's right, that's right. And then my mom bought me gold when Christmas came right. around. I remember my parents, um, they gave me, like, a... They had, like, it came out after my birthday, but on my birthday, gave, they gave me, like, the pre-order slip. And I was, like, little, so I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. What is, what is this paper? Yeah, okay, I was like... Oh, this is I, a like, game. I recognize that this is Pokemon, so I'm excited, but I don't know what it means. Kyle, Kyle the um, clairvoyant at, like, age six, he's like, oh, that's the, like, download card. <laughs> They're like, what where's are you the, talking where's about? Where's the code? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I have to go about? into the eShop and download it. Just plug my Game Boy Advance into the Ethernet board on the wall. Into the dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to visit the public library to download Pokemon Silver onto my Game Boy Color. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, so after that, after fourth generation? After fourth gen, I bought... I remember distinctly playing through Pokemon Black in the mm. UC Davis um, dormitory. What's the word I'm looking for? The laundry like room. Laundry room. Oh. When I was doing laundry, I would just, because I was paranoid as hell that people <laughs> were going to steal my clothes for some reason. <laughs> so I would sit there the entire time just awkwardly playing Pokemon Black. <laughs> well, other people would just put in their clothes and leave like normal human beings. <laughs> I would sit there thinking I don't want anyone to take my rainbow colored socks. <laughs> so I played through that. Um, did I, buy, I bought Pokemon Y. Mm. Oh yeah, I forgot about those ones. Uh, later in college i think it was that came out in sophomore oh maybe it was right after the 3ds came out wasn't it yeah it was i don't think it was a launch title but it was, it was probably soon. early on yeah um and i remember playing that because i had skipped omega ruby alpha sapphire which i came back and rectified and found that wow i actually love gen 3 it's awesome <laughs> Oh, so you never played the original Gen 3. You I still the, haven't to this oh, day wow. played any of the Game Boy Advance Pokemon oh, games. I Someday I might rectify that. I recommend it. That. Yeah, I recommend it. They're, they're, they're good. Hey, um, I guess this is time for me to drop the bomb. Oh. My big Pokemon-related news. I'm listening. Okay. Yesterday, I won an eBay auction. I got Omega Ruby for $19. <laughs> Free shipping. That's a good deal. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Hey. I was on the hunt, <laughs> and I was playing hardball. I tell you, <laughs> I heard. I heard the the. I don't know. I I feel like I heard from someone that the um, the Omega Ruby and Omega and Alpha is it Alpha Sapphire yeah. weren't like that 
good. But if you're saying they're good, then I, I want to. I've them. heard that they're that they're just. Um, it's not like a direct port. Like they change quite a bit of oh, stuff. That's what okay. I've heard. But I don't know. I, I want the experience of playing right. it though. Yeah. And I just enjoy. It's Hoenn, right? Yeah. yeah. I just, like, enjoy that, yeah. that like, world. I like world. that a lot of it is, is well, at least, well, in, I never played Ruby is the thing, and the stories are quite different between oh, are they Ruby really? and Sapphire, like, well, well, uh, the stories are kind of the same, but because the bad guys are different, the <coughs> outcomes of the world change. Oh. So in Sapphire, it's like the bad guys are like these water people. Team Aqua. Yeah. Oh, so they okay. they at towards the end they like initiate some sort of like long term rain thing. So a bunch of the map gets covered in gets flooded. Oh. They summon not to cut you off or Ky- anything. Kyogre. They summon Kyogre. Kyogre. They pull him out of the deep part of yeah. the ground. Then and that's Kyogre the comes legendary out. you get in Sapphire. Right. Oh. And Kyogre causes a never ending. Um, storm of rain, right. and it starts to flood the planet, and the people of Team Aqua start thinking, oh, maybe we should have thought about oh, this we, a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and the only really big difference um, between Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, or not Omega Ruby, this is just Ruby and Sapphire, in terms of plot, um, as far as I'm aware, is that in Ruby, the antagonists are... Team Magma. Team Magma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead of summoning Kyogre, they manage to unearth Groudon, who causes drought. A massive drought, yeah. and everything starts dying. And the leader of Team Aqua, whose name is Maxi, basically says, Oh shit, everything is going to die, and it's all my fault. <laughs> and then, uh, before you go to the Elite Four and all that jazz, you go through your your task is mainly to catch Groudon and stop everyone on the planet from dying right. from a terrible case of heat stroke. It's not um, that much of a plot difference, but I just like and like the map is ra- quite different between the two during that period, and I always thought that was cool. And I wish that I had. Hey, I had no that. idea. I didn't. Uh, what, know that. what 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 Do you know what happens in um, uh, what's the third uh, emerald? I wish I, I wish I did. Um, my brother to this day says I should play through Emerald. I've, and heard, I've, I've heard Emeralds like ex- extremely really good. good. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I believe huh. both of the teams show up in that game, and they're both trying to summon Groudon and Kyogre. And from what I'm aware of, they both succeed, and they both show up. So there's a bunch. Of, there's a drought and a rainstorm oh, at the same time, and they're right. fighting. And then Rayquaza, who's the big old like, green dragon right. you see on the cover of it. Shows up and says, "Hey, assholes! Stop fighting! Everything is going to die <laughs> because it's the only thing I can show up and right. tell them to stop." In but Emerald, you... is there like a team leaf? <laughs> <laughs> I think the like the story in in Emerald is different in that respect because Rayquaza in the first two are just he's just kind of there. Like you just kind of go get him, I think. Mm. I don't like actually he's like a know second if he shows up of. in those games, but I, I thought he did. Be, I would not be the best source. I haven't played because I thought like after Elite Four, there's like there's always like the kind of post game thing, and I think he's kind of the legendary post game in them also in in Ruby and Sapphire. It might be. Um, <laughs> so uh, I I played Diamond. I liked Diamond. 
I played. I bought Pokemon Black when that came out. I hated Pokemon Black. I'm gonna vehemently disagree. I but thought you're allowed to it was like <laughs> so easy and boring. Like I played it, and I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. So I, I, I like literally. Like I like sold it back to GameStop, which I never do because it's like a ripoff. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe if I played it now, I would think it's all right. But I just like was so bored by it. I don't know. It just felt way too simple. <laughs> I felt that way about um, fourth generation. I couldn't get into that. I I I bought Pearl. And I think I, I sold that one back. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, I was also in high school, so I probably was like, I don't know, not these, really these into it. Yeah, these, these fucking baby games. Um, I got it's play. rated E for everyone, not me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a, everyone. I'm a teeing up boy. <laughs> um, um, I'm 15. I'm a teen. Come on. I don't get out of bed for less than a T rating. <laughs> Uh, but not I, mature yet, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. Someday. Uh, I did like X, Pokemon X. That's the one that I, I got. I thought that was good. That one I have not um, played. I have Pokemon Sun. I didn't play it very much, but I, I liked I like it a lot. I just got busy after I bought it for some reason and I stopped playing. I need to go back to it, though. Yeah, I got Pokemon Moon. I really enjoy it. It's very fun to me. Um... And it, I feel like maybe because I didn't play X or Y, I don't really know what those are like at all. But I feel like uh, Sun and Moon, it kind of gives you like a little glimpse into what it would be like if there was like a console Pokemon game, mm. which is like, hey, that's a childhood dream of mine. <laughs> I've always, I know we're all waiting. Like actual, I would love there to be a Switch, a Switch Pokemon oh. game where it's just like a full RPG, right. like so I can sync. 150 hours like standard, into it. I mean, they had those other ones for, like, GameCube, but, like, a standard Pokemon. Yeah, that's game. a question I have. Um, have you played, I'm assuming, yes, and how was it? <laughs> Pokemon, what is it, like, XD? Gale of Darkness Gale and of Coliseum. Darkness. I have not played either. You haven't? Oh, wow. oh I, but I just, like, assumed. Yeah. I've <laughs> always been curious about Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, because it looks like that's more like an RPG. And also RPG. all the, like, dungeon, what are they called? Dun- Mystery Dungeon. Mystery Dungeon. Oh, yeah. Like, all those kind of spin-off games I never, ever played. Yeah. I've actually also never played Mystery yeah. Dungeon. <laughs> Zach has. My brother, Zach. Um... And they're good. They're very much spin-off games in that they're, they're very different. Very different. Right. They're more like... Uh, I don't have a, a really good comparison. They're, I think, a little more dungeon crawlery, mm-hmm. Okay, if that makes sense. Are they like RPGs or are they more... They're still RPGs, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not... They're definitely not more like typical Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where there's like a story... Like a, I've like heard a the story block. is actually really good. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the characters are actually good, but I would not know. Yeah. The problem is just that, like, there's too many fucking video games to play. <laughs> Amen to that. No time to play any of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, so there's so many games where I'm like, oh, I, 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 like, I feel like I missed that. But now I'm like, I'm never going to go back and play that. I know. Like, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> it's definitely just, like, wishful thinking yeah. a lot of the time. Um, and sometimes, like... 
especially now that we're, I think we kind of talked about this with Rosemary, but now that we're older and have money and you can just like buy games that you want, (laughs) it's like, oh, I want to like go back and play the games that I wasn't able to buy when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So I go buy them and I'm like, hey, there's no time. (laughs) There's no time to play them. Life is cruel. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sick joke. (laughs) Fuck this life. (laughs) I can't play my video games. (laughs) Um, so, Ben, uh, this is something we wanted to touch on, but you and Zach uh, do competitive Pokemon. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. Just uh, what, how long, when did you start, and then what, what is it, that, what does that involve? Yeah, like, what does it entail? Because yeah. in my head, it's like, <clears throat> I always thought you guys were playing, like, Pokemon cards. Is that what it? That is part of it. Oh, there okay. is um, competitive and... I'm talking about the official Game Freak sanctioned oh, okay. stuff. There's unofficial stuff like Smog on and um, singles and that kind of thing. But um, the one Zach and I play, it's called VGC for Video Game Championship, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird to me because it's Pokemon's not the only video game, and to have it called Video Game Championship <laughs> when it's only Pokemon is a little weird to me. <laughs> but whatever. Um, uh, what you're talking about is the trading game, mm-hmm. trading card game, which is TCG. And oh, okay. for the record, way more people play that <laughs> than VGC. There's often so many more people there for the card game. Because yeah. they happen at the same place in the same events, mm. typically. And they'll say, hey, we have... Uh, the numbers aren't coming to me right now. We have... Uh, like 300 people here for the trading card game, and there's a whole bunch of cheering, and then we have 100 people for the video game, and I think, wow, so much, so many fewer people. <laughs> hey, but less competition, you get a little bit of a... Well, it's good and it's bad. It's yeah. good in that there's less competition. It's bad because the fewer people that show up means that fewer um, championship points are given out, and you need oh, these okay. points to qualify for the world championship that happens in mm. August of every year. Where is that located? I'm getting ahead of myself. I didn't even explain what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, swimming in, in ideas. <laughs> I, I just can't stop myself. <laughs> um, so video game championships, VGC, um, is actually doubles format. So mm-hmm. you, you and your opponent each have two Pokemon out at a time. A little tangentially related. It's kind of weird that it's doubles because the main thing that you do in the video game is singles. Mm-hmm. Like, occasionally there are double battles. Right. But, and this became especially clear to me when I was playing through Sun and Moon, and you'd run into two, say, Team Skull Grunts, and then you'd fight them one at a time, and I'd think, what are you doing? We could just have a double battle right, right here. And you're deliberately not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's just that classic poor design, huh? All the Pokemon games. <laughs> Honestly, some of it is there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you have a team of six Pokemon that you bring to an event, and that's Mm -hmm. the six that you use for the entire event. Mm -hmm. So you bring those six, you have to write them all down on a team sheet, write down all their stats, what all their moves are, what their items are. Yes, even in this day and age, you have to write down everything and turn it in. There's no easier way for them to do this, apparently. (laughs) You have to do this before every single event. It isn't annoying at all. (laughs) Well, the way it used to work when, and I'll tell 
talking to you about the first event Zach and I went to, which was in San Mateo in 2010, I believe. What generation is this? This is Gen 4. Okay. When we were playing in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Oh, okay. And we had just heard that there was a Pokemon event. We didn't know anything about the metagame or anything mm. like that. <laughs> so we show up, and it's actually best of one, which in this case meant that you lose once and you're done. That that was just the entire tournament for oh, you. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> which sucked ass. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad it's not that anymore. Nowadays, it's best of three, and there mm-hmm. are Swiss rounds, so you're guaranteed at least five to eight rounds, mm-hmm. which is way better than losing once and saying, well, I guess we'll go yeah, home now. I played, yeah. I played one game. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was awful. Yeah. But, um, so, Zach, I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite VGC memories to this day. <laughs> so, neither of us know anything about the metagame, right? right. We don't. It's less established at this point because... We'll, we'll get into what that means. No, oh, right. Because I, I know a little bit about that, but it's always like, oh, very... A lot of work is involved <laughs> in the, the Pokemon metagame. Well, it's super... It's very labor-intensive. <laughs> super complicated. A um, little bit of an offshoot again. Um, there's a seven-and-a-half-hour-long, just about seven-and-a-half-hour-long YouTube video... <laughs> by this um, YouTuber named Shay May, I will advertise him because his content is great, um, called An Exhaustive Look at Pokemon Omega Ruby. (laughs) (laughs) And it's basically him playing through the entire game, and it's not real time, of course, and giving his thoughts on every single aspect that he runs into, and it's really really well put together. It's it's actually entertaining throughout the entire thing. Wait, Mm -hmm. it's not like a series of videos? No, it's it's one one video. video. It's seven hours long. If we got any uh, desk jockeys out there that do an eight-hour day of work and you don't want to work that day, (laughs) check out um, an exhaustive look at Omega Ruby. (laughs) Perfect seven half hours. You can even take your half-hour lunch. (laughs) It's honestly really well put together (laughs) but towards the end he touches on competitive Pokemon and upon hearing this I'm thinking yes he's finally talking about it (laughs) and he's got a bit of a Scottish accent Um, it's kind of thick and towards the when he's talking about it he says many people talk about competitive Pokemon as if it's just rock paper scissors (laughs) and that's Doing a huge disservice to the game. <laughs> My Scottish accent isn't very it good. Sounds but... more Russian. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I gotta slow down a little bit. <laughs> but basically, the Pokemon meta game is incredibly complicated. Um, yeah. But before I dive back into that, because I'm just jumping all over the place. I just got the. I just like the your joke just now. Just clicked in my head about the Russian and slowing down. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Um, <laughs> Hey, I don't know what it is. Russian? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Duh. I was thinking of, like... I was thinking of it in a more political way, I guess. <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> so, it, it's played in rounds, and at this point in the 2010 competition San Mateo, I was eliminated because I lost, like, round one, I think. Right. <laughs> I might have won one round. There might have been... Winner's bracket, loser's bracket, and then I I lost in the winner's bracket, and then I lost in the loser's bracket, and I thought, okay, whatever, I'm glad to be here. Did you feel like Ash Ketchum during his first time in the Elite Four? No. When he he (laughs) fucking lost, like, immediately? (laughs) I didn't think about that, just about, oh, I wonder how Zach's doing. 
and nowadays they have streams. Sometimes mm-hmm. they stream the events so you can watch it online. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, they did not have that. And they also didn't have what's called team preview, where you can see what your opponent has, and your opponent can see what you have. Mm-hmm. And then each of you pick four Pokemon to bring. That didn't exist, so you just brought four and thought, well, I hope it'll deal with whatever they have. <laughs> right. <laughs> because they just didn't have that yet. So um, before the stream, they just had big old monitors showing the matches. And you know Palkia and Dialga, right? right? The two Pokemon on the front of Diamond and Pearl. Mm -hmm. All you need to know about the first turn of this game is that there was a Bronzong that used Explosion and everything died. The field is completely clear (laughs) and nothing is out there because everything is dead because Bronzong died and killed everything. Mm -hmm. Wait, this is is your match or this is Zach's? This is Zach's match that's up on the screen that everybody's watching because nothing else is happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) So Bronzong explodes, everything dies, field's completely empty. The other person sends out Dialga. Zack sends out his Palkia. The other person sends out his Palkia. Zack sends out his Dialga. <laughs> Everybody flips out. <laughs> because the chances of them having the exact same two things in the back were just so low. And everybody mm-hmm. flipped their shit. They were so excited. <laughs> like, it was the most exciting thing that happened to that entire event. <laughs> <laughs> and... Zach actually ended up losing that game because one of his Palkia's signature move is Spatial Rend, and it has 95% accuracy, and it missed. Oh, and wow. <laughs> and that's why he lost that's that great. match, and he still remembers that to this <laughs> He's day. still bitter about it. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because all the matches after that were the same... Like, everybody had the same sort of thing. Uh-huh. People were not nearly as invested, but that I'll always remember that moment. <laughs> People getting so excited. <laughs> so I assume um, as the years go on, the the game they use is whatever the most recent game. Correct. Um, so now that would be uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, what? So what is it actually like when you go in there? Like how? What are? Uh, uh, like you mentioned, like they have like a preview thing. Is that just like they tell you what they have, or is it like a place that you can see it, or how do you actually like? Is it you just play like on your own three DS, or or what? Like what is the whole setup? Paint, so, paint a picture. Yeah, for paint us. a picture for us. I will grab my easel and do my best. <laughs> um, except I'm using, I guess, a 3DS against the easel. You're using a Picto chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Don't expect a clear picture. <laughs> You're using an Art Academy. <laughs> so I'll walk you through sort of what a day is like, day one of a competition. You show up at around, and this is a regional or bigger competition, not a more local, smaller one. Mm-hmm. Um, competition typically starts at 8 or 9 in the morning. So you wake up around 7, 7.30, hope that you've gotten enough sleep and managed to actually get your team ready mm-hmm. because there are people that will be up until 3 in the morning actually getting their team ready in-game. Wow. And Zach and I have been those people. <laughs> <laughs> so you wake up, you go to the venue which is typically either bottom part of a hotel mm-hmm. or a convention center, like in Portland or Seattle. They have really nice convention centers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you show up, you bring your team sheet that has all of the listed Pokemon, your name, your player ID, which is given online. So you bring that in. You have probably paid beforehand online. You submit that, you go sit down, 
And then there are a whole bunch of people milling around, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also typically vendors mm-hmm. that have things like plushies and folders and mm-hmm. notebooks and all sorts of cool stuff for sale. Mm-hmm. And then, are they all Pokemon? Because this is a you said this is a Game Freak. Like everything is Pokemon official. This is specifically Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. They're all Pokemon plushes, Pokemon folders, Pokemon notebooks. Yeah. Does Game Freak do nothing but Pokemon? That's their made. They've done a couple other games like Drill Dozer, which is you mentioned before. That's a fantastic game. Drill Dozer is. What's the difference? Game Freak is the development company, and Pokemon, the Pokemon company, is just the larger all Pokemon related. Things? I'm going to be completely honest. I can't say for sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I that, should know this. That sounds about right, yeah. though. Usually it says, like, Nintendo, the Pokemon company. And so yeah. I was always like, is Nintendo just also known as the Pokemon company? <laughs> Do people not know what Nintendo is? They only know it as, like, oh, yeah, that's the Pokemon company. Like people would know, like, Mario over Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> They're called the Mario company. Okay, um, so you show up, you submit your team sheets, and then you typically wait around, at least recently. They've gotten they've gotten better about it recently. Mm-hmm. In the past, you would wait half an hour to an hour after they've said they were going to start. And then they start because, well, they've gotten a lot better at organizing this yeah. stuff over the years because I get that it's complicated. Yeah. Because there are people that don't show up, there are people that drop, there are people that register last minute, right. there's all sorts of stuff. So you show up, you turn in your team sheet, and you wait. And then um, match matchups for round one come up. And you can either check them online, thank God, or you can be part of the mass that rushes toward a little <sighs> piece of paper stapled to a wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you find the table that you're supposed to be sitting at. There are little numbers mm-hmm. on the table so you know, oh, I'm at table 12, I'm fighting so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I'll say your opponent's name. And you go, you sit down, you exchange... Ex- Exchange some pre-battle pleasantries. <laughs> Do you talk shit? I don't. Um, Does Zach talk shit? No. <laughs> We're both too nice. <laughs> I My favorite opening line to people, especially once the tournament has started, is, Hey, run into any nonsense today? <laughs> like people running ridiculous stuff. Uh, I want to hear about your crazy things uh, that you've seen. Yeah. Sometimes people say, oh, yeah, I ran into this crazy thing. Other people say, no, everything's been kind of standard. Yeah, just your legendaries. Your, your typical uh, yeah. meta stuff. And then rounds last for 50 minutes, and it's best of three. So you have 50 minutes to play. Three matches. Three potentially matches. Uh, pit- yeah, potentially. Um, so you sit your DSs across from each other, and they connect via infrared, so there's right. no need to... Go to the Festival Plaza or dick around with any of that nonsense. Because <laughs> the Festival Plaza is a convoluted mess. And that connects through, like, Wi-Fi and stuff, right? Or, yeah. Festival Plaza is through wireless. Um, but you do it through infrared. And um, then you enter into the first phase of the game, which is Team Preview. And sometimes mind games begin there immediately. <laughs> because you see the six Pokemon they have. Mm-hmm. And they see the six Pokemon you have. But that's all they see. They don't mm-hmm. see what items you have, what moves you have, mm-hmm. or anything like that. And they, the, the, it's always um, in the game. They they uh, it's all like they standardize the level, the levels right. and everything. Everything yeah. is level fifty. Right. Oh, okay. Everything. If you bring stuff that's under fifty, it'll go up to fifty, and over fifty, it'll go down to fifty. And it adjusts mm-hmm. your stats accordingly. Or? Right. Okay. 
So then you actually get into the game, and there's a brief um, sort of animation, like, you're challenged by trainer so-and-so, and you see their avatar. Uh, because you can customize your avatar in Sun and Moon, as you know. Mine has blue sunglasses. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and almost all of his outfit is blue, because I didn't... I was actually rushing to clear the game before our first regional. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I could get the Mega Ring that you can't get until you beat the game, so I could use Mega Pokemon, because they... Blocked it at the end of the game, and I thought, oh, I don't need to beat the game right now. And I realized, oh shit, I need to beat the game right now. <laughs> so I have to blitz through the game. Everyone's like, who's this blue man? <laughs> yeah, I just kept all my stuff blue. <laughs> then you send out your two. They send out their two. And then abilities activate as they're... Um, if they're applicable. And then so turn one is happening. Um, well, turn zero, I guess. You have 50, not 50, 45 seconds to make your moves with your Pokemon. You're either attacking or switching into one of your other Pokemon. And you have 45 seconds to do that. And if you don't make the, that your moves within 45 seconds, it will automatically pick, I believe, the first attacking move of the Pokemon that you have out. Mm. Which is why I always tend to put stuff that would kind of make sense to do at any point on the top. I don't put stuff like um, things that might be immune to other types, mm. like sludge bomb, because po- um, steel types are immune to poison. Right. So I wouldn't put that at the top just in case I run out of time. Mm-hmm. So that happens, and then turn one plays out, and then turn two happens. I mean, it's. You can put it together. <laughs> you can put two and two together. <laughs> so, um, I had a question. It's fascinating, isn't it? Hey, I, I uh, did some research about um, the breakdown of right, Game Freak. Yeah. The company's uh, kind of at work here. So, um, let me go back. So, Game Freak started off as uh, just a video game magazine. Oh, called Game Freak Magazine. I did not know that. Um, Yeah, and so then they end up, uh, you know, getting into making games. And, uh, yeah, they were making just, like, different Nintendo games and stuff, um, kind of, like, offshoot sort of games. And then it seems like primarily they got into Pokemon at that point. But um, the Pokemon company, apparently, is just, like, this big kind of collaborative company between... Uh, Nintendo, Game Freak, and a company called Creatures. Mm. Um, oh, Creatures Inc. And Creatures um, seems to do... Well, originally they were known as Ape, and they did the Mother games. Oh. And then after, um, when they became Creatures, it seems like mostly they're doing all the kind of like spin-off Pokemon games. Oh, good old Ape. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, they're doing all of the like... Um, you know, stadium and Coliseum games. Right. Um, and most recently, they did Detective Pikachu. Oh, which you bought? Which I which I bought. Um, have you have you played it or watched anything about it yet? All I know is that Pikachu's voiced by a deep like New Yorkian man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has this weird deep New York accent, and it's it's very like alarming at first. <laughs> is it, it does it does it play like a Professor Layton game, or was it? Is yeah, it like what the a hell is game? it? I, I think more or less that's kind of the deal. Like you're doing puzzles. It's not really like a mystery. No, it, it's like it's like a. Mi- um, well, kind of like a mystery because, like, you know, he's a detective. But basically what it is, is, like, 
Pikachu can't communicate with humans, mm-hmm. but Pikachu is the detective. Mm-hmm. So you're the human, and you basically work with Pikachu to translate, like, his clues and stuff that he discovers into, like, English, for example. But you can't understand to the humans. No, saying. only you can understand what Pikachu sa- is saying. Oh, okay. And so that's why it's weird, because <laughs> Pikachu isn't like, Pika Pika Pika. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Hey boss. Hey, yeah. Hey, uh, wow. You can hear me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying. <laughs> and so it's really, it's really, really weird. So and also Pikachu cool? translates what other Pokemon are saying mm. to you as the human. Like, okay. So why, what is the actual <laughs> gameplay? Um, this Atkins thinks that he saw, saw something important over there. Yeah. <laughs> this like weird. Um, I forget like what the I, I honestly I fell asleep playing because <laughs> it was like late at night. Yeah, it's um, riveting. Yeah, also it's so exciting. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, like there's like there was some kind of like crime event that occurred or something, mm-hmm. and so you're like trying to like solve it with Pikachu. Right. So far, um. It has been more just like you're exploring, like almost like point and click kind of a thing. Like an adventure kind of game? Yeah. Um, But from what I know, it seems like there's like some, I mean, you do that in a point and click adventure. There's like puzzles and stuff that you're doing and things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's worth checking out just because like it's such a weird thing (laughs) that Pikachu talks like that. (laughs) It sounds... I saw the commercial for it and I thought this is very jarring. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if, um, if like in the TV show, Ash Ketchum like um, that's what he sounds like to Ash. Yeah, <laughs> like that. But to us, the audience, we're never told that. <laughs> And yeah, Ash, you're one of my best friends, you know that. <laughs> Which is even weirder because it seems like Ash a lot of the time, like he's like. He'll, like, hug Pikachu, and they have, like, a very intimate kind of relationship, um, but, like, Pikachu talks like that <laughs> and stuff. Um, I want to go back real quick to the competition thing, because I remembered uh, what I what my questions were. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, well, first of all, just generally, uh, how many competitions have you been to, and what's the furthest you've ever gotten? Right, I was trailing off talking about how turn two is like turn one, <laughs> except other things happen. <laughs> so um, you play that best of three, either win or lose, and you go up either 1-0 or 0-1, and the day continues. And typically there are, most regional events tend to have seven to eight rounds, mm-hmm. which tends to be a full day event. You'll be there from seven, eight in the morning to five or six. Oh, wow. <laughs> like it's it's a long day. And physically, it's, of course, not that difficult. You're sitting down playing video games. Mm-hmm. Mentally, it becomes very taxing, really, <laughs> because you have... There are constant mind games every single turn, almost, uh-huh. of, oh, my opponent has this. What am I going to do to deal with this? Well, what if he does this predicting me to do that? And this is every single turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it's a lot of fun. Like, I really enjoy doing it. I've spent hundreds of dollars (laughs) in order to travel and play these games along with Zach. But the days can be very long. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you just want half an hour 
to use the bathroom and eat food like a normal human being. <laughs> oh, there's no, like, break or anything? Sometimes there isn't. Wow. wow. More of the recent events have been better about saying, okay, you've got a half an hour break to do regular bodily things. Right. <laughs> but sometimes... I mean, with, like, any kind of competitive video games, like, people who are, like, super competitive, like, on teams and mm-hmm. stuff, don't they... They, like, train, like... Like athletes, right? Yeah. Because of that reason, like I know that they have like very strict diets, and they have mm. to like they do like all these like crazy runs and stuff. <laughs> Pokemon is luckily, well, luckily depending on your perspective, really different in terms of an esport. It's mm-hmm. not based on your ability to input commands. You don't have to practice doing a Shoryuken motion or perfecting your combos like in a fighting game. You mm-hmm. don't have to. Uh, practice getting off quick and important shots in a first-person shooter mm-hmm. or just your mouse movement and things like StarCraft. It's just mm-hmm. the difficult part is not issuing commands. If you want your Garchomp to use Earthquake, you'll just press A on Earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Exactly like that on your 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just use the touchscreen. It's technology is amazing. Um, it's, like, that's not the hard part. The hard part is all in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's all the, the game aspect the 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 uh, thinking multiple steps ahead kind of aspect right pokemon doesn't ask you to input a series of complex commands pokemon asks you to make the safest decisions at any point that will not cause you to lose the game <laughs> <laughs> so there are seven or eight rounds and then you find out at the end of the day oh who got into the top 16 or the top 8 depending on how big the event is and who's going to get to play in day two. Mm. And to answer your question, the best I've ever done is only gone 5-3, which is not mm. that great. I mean, it's good. Yeah. It wasn't good enough to get me to day two. I would have probably needed to do 6-2. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I was proud of that. <laughs> um, Zach has very nearly made it to day two multiple times. In Pokemon competitions... Right, Zach almost made it to day two a couple different times, um, and the reason he didn't is because he hadn't prepared for... Eevee actually does a very special thing. Um, not any of its evolutions, just Eevee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has this... Uh, you can use the EVMZ, they're Z-moves. I don't know if you're familiar with those. They're basically one-time, like really strong moves. Mm-hmm. That you can use, and that Pokemon has to hold a Z-Crystal instead of a regular item. When did they introduce that? Gen 7. That's in Sun and Moon. Okay, yeah. It's, it's a new thing. Right. And Eevee has this very unique thing where it boosts all of its stats by two stages, which is a lot. Right. Like, all of them. And then, typically, you Baton Pass, which is a move that passes all of your status, like, stat um, boosts to an ally so you pass into another Pokemon and then that Pokemon just sweeps from there Mm. and Zach's old team in 2017 had absolutely no answers to Eevee and he said well if I face an Eevee which is unlikely because not too many people were running it he thought well if I run into it I'll just deal with it and then he ended up playing Giovanni Costa, who is the EV guy, he's famous for running only EV oh, really? in 2017. They basically call him Giovanni V. Giovanni V. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like trying to write it out of my head. <laughs> it's not working still. And he saw his name and thought, I can't believe this. <laughs> this is the one thing I did not want to run into. And hey, he's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did cost him a lot. <laughs> so he did lose to him, but he was a really nice guy. And Zach yeah, said yeah. they were really good games, and he almost pulled it out somehow. No. <laughs> and then another time, he ran into a guy running the same team that Giovanni had been running. Not Giovanni, but another guy also running Eevee, and he thought, are you kidding me? <laughs> because he had debated before that event. Oh, maybe I should put some different move on my Arcanine. It can learn move Roar, which forces that particular Pokemon out and another Pokemon in, which mm -hmm. would have gotten rid of all of Eevee's boosts. And he thought, there's no way I'm going to run into another one, right? <laughs> and then the very last round of that event, he runs into that, e that person running Giovanni's team, and he thought, are you kidding me? <laughs> I almost did it. <laughs> And, yeah, he was pretty damn annoyed about it. <laughs> just bring up Eevee to him. Just say, hey, Zach, remember Eevee? Piss him off. Have you been going pretty consistently to these? Like, every time they have one, have you gone since 2010? Or how many times? Um, so we went to that event in 2010. And like I said, neither of us had any idea what was going on. We just thought, oh, it's Pokemon. It's cool. <laughs> um... And then we went to another one in the same sort of area at the same sort of time in 2011, 2012. Might have been 2013. I don't remember what year it was. <laughs> I think it was 11. Sometime in the past seven years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thereabouts. <laughs> um, and then neither of us really went to anything until late 2016. And we thought, you know... Well, I thought, you know, I have a job. I have some disposable income <laughs> and some time. Let's see if I enjoy this. And we did, a lot. <laughs> so we've been consistently going to events since the tail end of 2016. Mm -hmm. So we've been to... Maybe a dozen is a little bit too... A little bit of an over-exaggeration. But we've been to a good nine or ten or so. Mm-hmm. And the farthest we've gone is Indianapolis. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Which, luckily, I got my dad to take us and make a sort of vacation out of it, so yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. have to pay for all of it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> because that would be quite a bullet to bite. Yeah. What, what else did you do in India Indianapolis? I don't remember. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> we, did a few, we did a few different things. We saw... Um, Wow, I'm actually blanking. <laughs> what what is it? You're but Indiana, like I'm you ask your dad and he's like, one of the best vacations of my life. I'll remember it always. And we actually like, oh, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I remember the Pokemon. <laughs> we he actually rented an Airbnb house. Oh, that's mm. cool. I think so. That was nice. Yeah. Not having to check out of a hotel. Yeah. Um No, I'm glad we got we got to go. It was a lot of fun yeah and i'm glad he got to feel included and we got to spend time with him too yeah um so hey, I, I love going to napa sorry that's um indianapolis <laughs> <laughs> so i want to i'm ready to go deep okay we yeah. mentioned the pokemon eevee i'm gonna follow you hey he's coming down with me <laughs> um you mentioned the pokemon eevee but a big part of the metagame i know is 
correct me if I'm wrong, the letters E and V. That's correct. That's those are very important. Can can you guys briefly briefly outline what is the metagame in general? Because I, I have never heard of it before. I don't I have no clue. So the metagame is basically what's popular, what's good, what's popping. Um <laughs> What does the popping... I, this is falling apart. <laughs> um, basically, what are the good Pokemon everyone is using, and how are they using them? So the metagame is just basically what's popular, what's good, what... Uh, so it, preparing it's, for those possibilities. It's just overall, like, just a general discussion of, like, competitive it's, Pokemon? Yeah, it's... You look at your opponent's team and think, okay, well, based on what I know of the metagame, this is what each of these members of this team probably do. Okay. Unless they're running something crazy and you think, I have no idea what this does. Also, generally, when when people talk about a metagame, it's also kind of, you know the system better than if you were just playing it for the first time. So a lot of it is about manipulating either stats, not manipulating, but, but you know, leveling up in a certain way in order to increase certain stats mm. because you know that's the outcome that it's going to have. Yeah. Right. Um, so with Pokemon specifically, there's the, the EV points or whatever. I, I never really understood this that well. You explained this to me before several years ago, I think. But Well, okay, so EVs are... Basically, the easiest way to think about EVs is that they're basically bonus stats that you can allocate however you want. So but they're they're kind of hidden. There's no Yeah, they're they've gotten a little bit better about it. The game <coughs> still doesn't tell you here's what they are, here's what they do mm-hmm. because it's it's game freak and they can't just tell you clearly what they do cuz um, they're freaks, huh? Yeah. I don't know what the Okay. But, <laughs> um but now at least you can press a little or you can press the Y button when you're looking at a Pokemon, and you can at least see how your EVs are allocated based on a little um, like hexagon oh, grid thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. It'll say, oh, this is... There'll be a little spike towards HP, and it'll mm-hmm. say, this is how much you've allocated to HP. Right. And it'll start shimmering if you've maxed it out, and just stuff like that. Most of them are probably going to have most of their EVs put in speed and special attack so that they hit... As hard as possible while outspeeding as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this? Do what are some of your favorite Pokemon? And I could try to tell you how they're commonly used if they're commonly used. If that sounds like a thing you want to do. Well, I always uh, choose the water type Pokemon in the beginning. Um, I feel like I started doing that because I just like Squirtle a lot the first game, and then I just kept doing it because that's just what I do now. <laughs> and so even when I'm like, I don't really even like what this Pokemon looks like. I don't really like like any any of the stuff that I've seen about it yet. I, hey, I'm still choosing that Water type Pokemon, mm. but um, I have a real affinity for for Blastoise. Um, and that is just because that's what I was using mm-hmm. in that very first game, mm-hmm. baby. Um, hey, so Blastoise. Blastoise is, it also got a mega evolution, actually. Oh, okay. Um, it's not a very it, it has, like, its cannons are, like, insane. Yeah, it's got two smaller cannons on its arms. That's right. And then this right. big-ass that's cannon right, coming that's right, directly... Yeah. 
out of like behind its head. Wow. <laughs> like one big single one instead yeah, of one. Yeah. Yeah, it's got one big ass cannon. Um, <laughs> Mega Blastoise is it's good. Like people do use it. It's not very common, mm-hmm. but it is around. You see it sometimes. Um, it gets the move fake out. Oh. Which is is really good in VGC. It's got increased priority, so even if you're slower, it's going to go first most of the time. Mm-hmm. And you doodle onto the other opposing Pokemon, and it makes them flinch, so they can't move that first turn. Mm-hmm. Which is really important, because sometimes it'll let your partner Pokemon set up, or mm-hmm. it'll let you switch into something else without as much fear of taking an opposing attack. And Mega Blastoise also gets the move Water Spout, which is a really strong water attack that hits both Pokemon on the opposing side. Mm. And its strength is proportional to how much HP you have. So if you have maximum HP, like full HP, you haven't taken any damage, it does a ton of damage. (laughs) And if you can pair Mega Blastoise up with something to get that Water Spout off, you can just waste the opposing side of the field, potentially, mm-hmm. if they don't have anything that can take a heavy water attack like that. Yeah. And Mega Blastoise is also bulky because, you know, it's a big old turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it can take hits pretty well. Hey, I would love to turn the conversation to talking about the um, the television show and the, the film property. Oh, boy. I, I just want to <laughs> say really quickly, uh, when I l- first learned about this whole, this, this quite extensive metagame, with, m- m- I'm talking about the EVs more specifically, uh, I was surprised because I had always, my, like, you can very easily play Pokemon and wreck in the game itself without right. any of this stuff. You don't have to think about any the of this. The game itself is very easy. Just water beats fire. Yeah. You, just, you can just go. <laughs> but yeah, I think like the challenge part of it like makes it much more complicated because if everyone's doing these things to like maximize their stats, mm-hmm. it makes it like way more complicated. And it's just really interesting that it could be like quite a shallow, not shallow experience, but in terms of the thought you're putting into the combat and stuff, like it could be quite shallow or it could be quite complex. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are the first Pokemon games I bought not to play the game itself. I bought the game so that I could keep playing competitively. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh wow. Which is why I sort of blitzed through the game. I didn't care too much about it. Also, Pokemon Sun and Moon have way too many cutscenes and yeah, way too much hand-holding. Yes. Is Ultra... Are the Ultra Sun and Moon, are they sequels, or are they, like, better, like, enhanced versions? They're basically what Sun and Moon should have been. Zach and I oh, both okay. agree. They, it's It was just kind of a cash grab, honestly. Mm. They should have just spent more time polishing up Sun and Moon and released Ultra Sun and Moon to begin with. Right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, had, I had a student write a paper about Ultra Sun and Moon, <laughs> and, like, I was talking to him about it, and... Um, uh, he was just like rattling off all kinds of like like changes to the games <laughs> and like just what it means for competitive playing and like all kinds of stuff and and also like he was just saying like all these details about the plot and stuff and I was just like there's so much more about all of this that I have no clue about yeah. like I'm just like not in that world at all yeah, anymore um, but yeah um, hey made me want to want to play them. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't finished uh, Moon though. Right. Yeah. 
one thing they added um, in Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon is the IV checker, and you can check all of your Pokemon's IVs, which are like EVs, except they're set when you catch the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, they added a checker in the PC, so you can just check everything Yeah. in your PC, which is a huge boon to being yeah. able to... Um, Who's PC? Somebody's PC. Someone's PC. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Bills. It could be... Like, there have been a number of people to have access to this PC. <laughs> um, but that is one of the multiple improvements that has made making competitively viable Pokemon so much easier. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never go back <laughs> to the way it had to be done in older games. Uh-huh. And there's also a thing called Pokepelago, Basically, you can just chuck your Pokemon onto an island somewhere, mm-hmm. and then they train uh, to get EVs on their own. Mm-hmm. And you can say exactly how many you want to allocate oh, wow. to each stat. So I can throw my Pokemon in there, go to work, go home, and then that stat is done mm-hmm. for training. So I don't have to actually go through and kill, say, 30 Zubat. Uh-huh. And that do you think that, that it makes it easier, but do you think that it's... It kind of cheapens it, or no? Because otherwise, <laughs> it's a grind, <laughs> and it doesn't. It's not like you're improving at doing right, it. You that's know, true. it's not like practicing combos in a fighting game, yeah, or something like that. You're not getting better at the game. This is just hap- what you have to go through in order to play the game competitively. Mm-hmm. And it takes longer to use Pokepelago. It'll take. Um, I think half an hour or 15 minutes to do a sting- single stat point, which mm-hmm. is a hell of a lot longer than it would take to knock out a couple Zubat. But it's worth it because we're adults and we have lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And yeah, there have been a number of things that have made making competitive Pokemon so much easier. So it's easier now to get into than it's ever been. But at the same time, it's it can be so difficult because there's so much you have to learn mm-hmm. and it can be really daunting to look at for the first time to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. So um, all of that stuff being said... But it's a ton of fun and I love it. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is kind of the perception of something like, Poke- like Pokemon Go in this community? A lot of people play it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people still enjoy it um there are actually often pokemon go side events at these main events because they know people like pokemon yeah (laughs) people might be here they might be dropping off a kid to play Mm. and they might also play pokemon go yeah there are people that sign up for those pokemon go side events i've thought about signing up for one of them before excuse me yeah but they always coincide with when something in the video game is happening, and I think, well, I care infinitely more about that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, people like Pokemon Go. It's yeah. it's definitely definitely a liked thing that still gets attention and yeah. all sorts of events and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of shocking to me that um, it seems almost like there's more... Like, people are a little more hardcore about it now than they were, like, two years ago when it blew up to be, like, a big kind of mainstream thing. Um, Anna has been playing it again because a bunch of people at her work are super into it. And so she said that sometimes they'll take, like, a two-hour lunch and just walk around downtown (laughs) and just, like, do stuff. (laughs) And she said, like, there's just, like, so much 
so much involved and there's just like tons of people in Fresno who like meet up, like do all these meetups and stuff to, to do things. And hey, it just kind of like blew me away. I had no clue that it was such a such a big thing. Mm, still this big. Yeah. I remember I when it first came out, I downloaded the the beta of it because I signed up to mm-hmm. get like the 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 beta version when it, that was out. Um, I played it, uh, and, but this was like in a during summer, and it was like telling me to go walk to a restaurant nearby mm-hmm. and I was like it's like 105 degrees outside <laughs> I'm in my room where it's nice and cool I'm not leaving the house so I deleted the app oh my god <laughs> just gonna Pokemon stay put <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna Pokemon stay put <laughs> yeah maybe I'll I'll poke it drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work when you're driving it detects, oh really it, it doesn't let you I think so. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's supposed right. to be steps. It's supposed to be walking. If you, Anna, yeah. we were driving, and Anna was like, slow down, because it was, like, nighttime. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, stay at 20 miles per yeah. hour. <laughs> Cody, you brought up the TV shows. Yeah, I feel like we need to talk about it before, we, also before we end. The movies. The movies. Yeah. There's so many movies. Can I say real quick before we get into that? Yeah. You may. About the games. Mm-hmm. Um... Have you ever done like a, a like a self-imposed like challenge run or something? One time I started platinum, I think, and I was using basically only like one of the bugs that you get right at the beginning of the game because I was like, I never use these Pokemon, and I know they're very like weak, but it'll be fun to try to do it. It's tough because those Pokemon are very weak. <laughs> it was hard to get past like the first part of the game. Like you know, it was it got harder and harder because those Pokemon just stay so weak. Something like Burmy, probably. So I forget who it was, but yeah. I've thought about doing. It was a... like a cricket. Oh, cricket too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool Pokemon, but it's not very good. No, <laughs> it looks like a cricket. <laughs> um, I've thought about doing a Nuzlocke run before i still kind of want to do that someday is that a bug uh nuzlocke is i don't remember where the term originated but basically you're only allowed to catch and you can sort of alter these rules as you want but you're only allowed to catch the first pokemon you run into on every route Mm. and if a pokemon faints in battle it's dead and you have to release it (laughs) and this results in some battles becoming very tense. <laughs> right. <laughs> because you could just lose your starter like that. Wow. <laughs> to a stray critical hit. Right. And I've been wanting to do that for a good while now, years now, thinking, oh, I'll go back to Emerald or Platinum because I haven't played either of those and I've heard they're both very good. Or Black and White 2. Is Platinum very different than... Because that's the Diamond and Pearl mm-hmm. generation, right? Um, it's, yeah... From what I've heard, it's very different in terms of story structure. You actually visit um, the Distortion World, which is Giratina's realm, or Pokemon Hell, basically. Wow. (laughs) Giratina's kind of Pokemon Satan. The whole whole, Pokemon mythos is is really interesting. This is more what I was thinking when you were talking about the metagame. I thought that there was, like, I thought you were referring to, like, some kind of like bizarre like alternate reality like some kind of like no. metaphysical realm oh. that exists like 
<laughs> outside of, but also inside of the game. <laughs> Uh, it's real hell. Okay. <laughs> Actually, um, uh, the Christian hell, the Judeo-Christian hell mm. does not exist. It is um, actually... The dimension we, realm. It, 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 is, it is the depiction... The distortion world. The distortion world, world that Game Freak has brought to us. It is actually what uh, the underworld, yeah. the bad place is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's... One type, that's the most common, I think, type of self-imposed challenge that I'd like to do someday, but yeah. I haven't done yet. Right. For a while, when I was, when I was a kid, more like, um, like second gen or so, I would try to do stuff like, because kind of segueing back into the show, like there'd be a lot of, a lot of people in the show who, um, would have just like, this is my, this is my, like, um, my team of like all fire Pokemon mm-hmm. or something like that. Like I would try to do stuff like that. Um, and so because I would start with a water type, um, I, I was like, well, I'll, I'll do like a water team. Mm-hmm. But then like you figure out it's kind of hard to do that because you don't really get like the rods until like a while. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you can't like surf for a while <laughs> and stuff. And so it's like, I guess I'll just have one Pokemon for like <laughs> the a, first couple like gym battles. I'll just have a Squirtle and a Magikarp. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I, I got um I, I played the casino a bunch to get enough uh, credits to buy a uh, uh, Dratini oh, at the yeah. game corner. Yeah. yeah, so that I could like have a Dratini from a lot earlier on than mm-hmm. you would normally catch one, and uh, I thought that was a lot of fun because I was actually able to like use it like you a real get Pokemon. Those cherries. Yeah, at the the, the slots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, the movies, the TV show. There were there was a time like a few years ago where I was like I should watch all the movies mm. like because there's so many movies there's like there's a lot what there's like, like twenty t- movies is there really twenty I there's was thinking of there's I was thinking bunch. like twelve no or there's something. a bunch holy fuck they still release them they're like, still going yeah. on yeah wow I remember like in high school they would show the new movie on like Cartoon Network uh huh and so um. Yeah, there's just so many, and like I have no clue what Ash is up to right now. I don't is know. Is Ash like, even the character who yeah. is traveling wow. with him? He's still, still a boy. <laughs> it's still Ash. He's still a boy. <laughs> but now there's so many like randos he's hanging out with that are yeah. yeah. Some of them don't even some of them don't even exist in the games. They're just thrown into the show because yeah. he needs a companion that isn't Misty. Yeah. <laughs> Does he still use a Pikachu? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I think I haven't watched the anime in a long time. <laughs> All right. Wikipedia, list of Pokemon films. Go ahead. I'll count these up. Oh, okay. Oh, there's, it's numbered. Never mind. Oh, okay. There was there's... one memory I have. There's one movie about Manaphy. I don't remember what it's called. But I was just catching some of it on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what age I was. And there's a point where they get out of this submarine, I think, into this underwater palace, kind of like Aladdin 3. If that, <laughs> if that, if that, if that I don't be, remember Aladdin 3. Well, they go to this um, <laughs> palace in the ocean or uh-huh. something. He gets out of this, they got out of the submarine into the palace, and Brock just goes, 
hey, we can breathe in here. <laughs> what a brilliant observation. <laughs> this man is a genius. I mean, he can't see, so he has so, to use his other senses. <laughs> so there's, there's 19 movies. One of them is like, it's listing it as 14A and 14B because it's like a white and a black movie, but wow. I guess they came out at the same time. This 20th, right, the 20th that. movie is a reboot of the whole thing. It starts with Ash Ketchum from Pellet Town starting his journey. What the fuck? Is July? it animated? Yeah. yeah it's November 5th, 2017 is when it came out in the United States. July 15th. What? I remember I bought tickets for that, for Zach and I, because uh-huh. I thought this will be cool to go and see that because I had heard good things. Right. And then I forgot that it was happening. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I remember I remember looking at my email or something and thinking, damn it, I wasted money because I didn't get to see this because I completely forgot it was happening. Damn it. But I heard that Pikachu actually talks to Ash at the end of it. Oh, that's so like, weird. In English. That seems to be like a but like a new uh, thing that they're trying to, to do. But this uh, is shocking Wikipedia, to me. Wikipedia lists it as alternate continuity. Hmm. So I don't know if they are just ending with the original continuity and continuing with this because it looks like there's another one coming up in July. Really? That's a, a continuation on this continuity. Oh, so it is just like a straight up reboot then? I guess so. And then they they uh, there's a live action Detective Pikachu film. Seriously? Oh my what god! What? May tenth. Uh, 2019. Oh, wow. oh I'm actually like really getting really excited about all and these there's movies. A, there's a lot of there's a couple TV specials. I want to see the detective. And there's several Pikachu shorts that were made. I remember some of those. And yeah. then the, as for the TV show, there's like a million seasons of the TV show. Oh yeah, yeah there's like a thousand episodes of the TV show or something. Yeah, we because I remember when it first when it first aired. Um. It, like, just kind of abruptly stopped. Mm-hmm. And then, because I remember, like, watching it, and there was something where they never got to Cinnabar Island. They were, like, they went to some other islands and stuff. And then, like, it the next episode was just the first episode. Like, they just kind of redid it. Yeah. I feel like there was, like, some kind of strange break for well, a while. Well, I feel like when you're little, you don't really understand, like, seasons and how seasons work. Yeah, and so, also... So, like, you'll be watching it, and then all of a sudden, there'll be no new episodes, and you're like... But you don't know... Like, you you watch it at the same time, but there's no... It's not a new episode, so you're like, what's going on? And when you're, like, <laughs> this nine <is> broken. <laughs> or ten years old or whatever, there's no concept, really, of, like... Like, now I could just look it up to mm-hmm. see what's happening, you know, what's yeah. the deal? Like, what episode number was this yeah. and stuff? But, yeah, at the time, I was just always so confused about it yeah. and just had, like, no clue. And so me and Anna, like, recently kind of started watching the Indigo League. So, um, yeah. And, uh, hey, it Is was it enjoyable it? to watch. Did you A watch lot of it, thing? I was, like, I remember every detail. Every of, beat of this. Of, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it, uh, it's worth going back and watching? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I think it's worth if you also feel like, um, it was unfinished for you mm. to go and check like, it out. I always have 
little fantasies of like it'd be fun to, it'd be interesting to watch mm-hmm. all of the Pokemon series. Yeah. But it's like there's no way I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Same with, like, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Like, starting from Dragon Ball and going just all the way through. Like, there's way too many. Um, it's It I, it will never happen. <laughs> It'd have to take longer than watching all the Star Wars movies or all yeah. the Lord of the Rings extended movies. It, oh, no, those are easy to get through compared to watching that many episodes no, I mean, of a TV show. Yeah, I'm saying it would take so long <laughs> to go through all of that. That'd be a project. Well, I remember one time I, I um, a few years ago I binged all of X Files, which at that time was nine seasons, and each season was twenty four episodes of wow. you know it's an hour long, well forty minute forty five minute program, um, and that took forever to watch all that. But I feel like now I don't know I just don't really binge TV at all. Like I don't really watch much TV. I just binge like. Let's plays on YouTube of like Total War and shit <laughs> like just I don't know um, but I remember I have a good I remember uh, well I have two memories of seeing the Pokemon movies in theaters one was the when the first one came out I believe we went with dad mm-hmm. and it was cool because when you bought the ticket you got a Pokemon card yeah so that was awesome I remember I think we went when the third movie came out is that correct yes and we were the only we went with dad again and it was just like us and like some dude yeah some like weird guy yeah who in in my kid head was like in his 30s but who knows he could have been just like 17 yeah (laughs) but uh I remember watching that and being like like, this isn't that great. Like, yeah, fine, like, definitely there was a period of time, maybe like four years, five years or so, where I was just kind of like, I'm just not interested yeah. anymore. But then... Um, luster wore off. What? The luster wore off. Yeah. And then um, really like w- like when college came around, I kind of got back into mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just more into like other RPGs that, that yeah. in my head were like, oh, this is more sophisticated well, I than feel Pokemon. Like, especially when we started college, that's that's not when it started, but that's like our, our you know, our, our uh, media industries were like starting to get into like hyper, this hyper nostalgia that we're in now where yeah. right. it's just like rebooting everything. I mean, everything's about like... Access to things is just so that, much easier yeah, too. Like true. before... There was no way to rewatch the Pokemon series. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you like got the VHS tape yeah. somehow or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, but I feel like now it's just like I mean everyone is you know it's this is not a hot take, but it's just constant reboots and yeah, stuff, everyone's but. Gaga for something. Everyone's gaga for their gaga goo goo, oh. you know, and memories. Their, their memories. Come on, their photographs and memories. The photographs and memories. Jimmy Croce. Yeah. Cash out on nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's a cash cow. It's a cash cab. Wow. Some might call it a cash grab. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cash involved. That's the point. <laughs> Come on, game freak. They got they're flush with cash. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and also in college, uh, 
you're very depressed, so you're like, I need something to distract me. <laughs> yeah, I need I Pokemon. need something familiar yeah. to bring me back. Something yeah. I know I'll enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to give her verdict? Anything, anything else, else? To, to discuss? I feel like we, we touched on a lot. I mean, Ben says he could talk for a lot more, but... But I'm not going to because <laughs> I need to live it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm ready to give a verdict. Yeah. Do you want to go, go first? Do you yeah. want to go first? I'm going to say Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokemon stuff. Is <laughs> wow, role really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's something that has existed in our in my life in our lives uh, for quite a long time. It's just a franchise they're going to keep pumping out media. You know, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a big IP. You know, they're going to just keep pumping stuff out forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'll you know I'll dip back in and I'll kind of not pay attention for a while and Mm -hmm. then I'll like dip back in and see what's up. Um, it's always fun. Pokemon stuff is always fun, whether it's, you know, a game like detective Pikachu Mm -hmm. or just like a plushie or, you know, whatever. Like it's, it's, it's always, it always makes you happy. So yeah. Um, I feel the same way. I think it's role because of that. Um, and I really do like an IP where um, it's just like a continuous thing. Yeah. Sometimes what they come out with works. Sometimes it doesn't. A lot of the Pokemon they've been coming out with recently, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas. <laughs> I'll fight you on some of those. <laughs> I mean... I mean, um, like... Okay, yeah. Just when, when they start turning, like, everyday objects, it's kind of cool, but it's also, like... You're going to make, like, a laundry machine Pokemon. You're going to make, like, an ice cream scoop, like, a scoop of vanilla ice cream Pokemon. Well, I mean, back in Gen 1, they had Voltorb, which is a ball. That's they true. had Grimer, yeah. which is a pile of sludge. They That's had true. Execute, which is eggs. I mean... <laughs> they had Pidgey, which is a bird. <laughs> they have Magnemite, which, while one of my favorite Pokemon of all time, is just a bunch of magnets yeah. and some screws. I That's mean, true. it's yeah. not like this is a new thing. That's true. Yeah, it, it just it seems more like it's just a different art style. Yeah, yeah. Partly too. Um, yeah, I like the fact that it's just going to be constantly a thing. Mm. Um, sometimes there's hits, sometimes there's misses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be cool if like someday it was a bit more of like if they did like a Pokemon All Stars, mm. <laughs> and it's just like. We're going to take the best ideas from the past 20 years of games. Please. And we're just going to compile it into, like, one perfect, this is just Pokemon. Maybe that'll be the Switch game. That'll be the console. That's just called Pokemon. Baited breath. We've all got baited breath. (laughs) (laughs) Get on it, Game Freak. Come on, Game Freak. You're... I feel like a like a, a freak over here. I'm going crazy. I've been waiting for he this feels, since I was like seven. He feels like a freak on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> what? That, uh, the corn song. Oh. <laughs> At first, I thought you were doing the like oh wow. the like disturbed <laughs> thing. I just thought you had something in your throat. <laughs> um, okay, so, so Ben, your verdict. I went in. I actually went into this with a very strong opinion (laughs) and I thought maybe talking about it for a little bit will help me change my mind but I'm going to have to disagree with both of you (laughs) and go hard rock oh wow (laughs) because Pokemon has dramatically changed my life (laughs) because I've spent so much time so much money um just 
playing the games, watching people play the games, watching people talk about playing the games, watching people play the games. Um, watching people talk about people playing the games. Yes. <laughs> talk to other people playing the games. I've been... As far as Indianapolis, I could have gone farther to You've play. been in the game yourself. No, but <laughs> maybe someday. That's blue man with that's blue the, That's the metagame. That's the metagame. <laughs> VR Pokemon. Uh, I was thinking you just, like, shrink down and enter the game. Honey, I shrunk the Pokemon. <laughs> um, but no, Hard Rock, because it's... It may be the same to some people, but sometimes it's just so different to me and how much it's changed my life and people say oh Pokemon designed are so uninspired like one of the newest Pokemon is a levitating insect that has a rail gun on its face it's awesome what what is it called? (laughs) it's name is Vikavolt Vikavolt? V-I-K-A Volt Um, it's really cool anyway um, yeah I'm gonna have to go hard rock because of the impact it's had on my life that's a cool Pokemon (laughs) oh yeah it's like a cool. Hey, that's uh, hard rock. That's not just a geo dude. That's like a graveler. <laughs> I'm going full golem wow. here. Oh wow. Um, um, hey, so that's two roll, one rock, one hard rock. That's a that's a, a steak steak dinner steak and two sides. Yeah, that's a steak and two sides. Hey, check please. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, check please. <laughs> that's a check please. Shrek, please. <laughs> hey, that's that's uh that's Donkey. two two rolls and uh, and a rock. That's a check, please. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so hey, thank yeah. you so much thank for being for on the on, pod man. and teaching us a lot. I feel like I learned a lot, and I feel uh, uh, re energized. I, I, I want to play. play some Pokemon now. <laughs> I'm happy to have been here. I want to do like a bug. Challenge run or something. Do a bug mono run. Bug mono. Like first, monotype. Like uh, only bug. First you need to be infected with mono. Oh, that's true. The kissing disease. <laughs> I guess first you'd have to kiss though, right? <laughs> Pippy. Pippy. <laughs> um Yeah. Hey, um, listeners. Make sure to follow and subscribe our Instagram at Rock and Roll Podcast, Twitter at Rock and Roll Pod, Gmail, Rock and Roll Podcast at gmail.com, our YouTube account, Rock and Roll Podcast. We're doing some uh, cooking videos, Rock and Roll Bubba's Cooking. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start trying to release them on Thursdays. Um, I don't know if we're doing weekly or bi weekly or, mm-hmm. or twice a once every other week, but uh, yeah, subscribe to everywhere. our uh, Japanese-speaking listeners. We have mm-hmm. some treats for the Bubba's cooking yeah, videos I, coming I, your way. I subtitled one minute of a video in Japanese, and it took me half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I probably will not subtitle the rest. Hey, but for that minute, yeah. we'll just have to contract it out to to like. Some people in Thailand or something. <laughs> um, that's what that's what they do anyway. Currently, <laughs> um, yeah. But go visit our Teespring, buy our merch. Yep, that's all we got, man. Come on, buy some socks. Come on, you have socks. Get a tote. Hey. Yeah. Okay. On our Teespring, <laughs> you can buy socks. You can buy a mug, a coffee mug, and a you tote. don't have to just use it for coffee. 
You can use it for tea. Yeah, and we got a tote. Hot cocoa. You don't even have to put anything in the tote. You can just carry it around. Socks in the tote. Yeah, you can put your socks in the tote and walk around barefoot. (laughs) I'm gonna have to check out those socks. You can put your socks in the tote. You put the bag over your head. You take the bag off. The socks are on your ears. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're ready to tune in. (laughs) Now now you're ready to tune in. All right. That's why you need those subtitles (laughs) because you can't hear anything. The socks—they're too high quality. They're too thick. (laughs) They're noise Um, canceling. They're they're, uh, Bose. You walk into the into the Bose outlet store and they're like, "Could we interest you in our noise canceling headphones?" And you're like. Hey, I got I got socks. You, you can say I can't hear you. I got my rock and roll socks on my ears. <laughs> oh, that's what those are. <laughs> All right. All right. See you guys. Bye bye. That's it. That's all.